Wait, are we going to flip a corner or are we going to rock, paper, scissors? Because we can't. Honestly. I can't rock, paper, scissors with this in my hand. No, it's fine. Girls Wait, let's first. pick it'll a number. No, girls first. Girls. What, pick a number <laughs> so it could be <laughs> skewed to you? I know. So you'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll think of 15. I'll never tell him and then just change it when I get it? What did you expect to happen there? I wouldn't have done that. I would have been honest about it. Hi. Hi. Welcome. We're on episode one. We're here. The big one O. That's <laughs> ten. <laughs> Anyways, we're not quite there yet. We got nine more to go after this. I'm cutting that out. No, you're not. <laughs> Anyways, welcome. Episode one. How do you feel? Anxious. Same. First episode of Isn't That Odd podcast. I'm your host, Paul. And I'm Brianna. And we have some great stories lined up for you today. My story specifically was written yesterday. So, yeah, Paul has this really amazing quality where he procrastinates and does everything literally last minute, as opposed to me who had her notes done three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, it was also one of those things where I told you yesterday this is something I've done for 16 so years worth of school. And as much as I wanted to stop, it never did. And I don't think it's ever going to stop now. So, every episode i'm probably gonna be doing it like day before and i'm gonna be stressed just like it was yesterday yesterday was a day anxiety yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) it was a lot but it's fine i have everything you have everything okay yeah i'm good to go are you good to go yeah should we uh say some things about ourselves before we start so people know something about us or should we just dive right in say fuck it I mean, we could say a little, a little something, something. What are you thinking of? Go ahead. You start. Okay. Your idea, you start. <laughs> I'll follow. It's like an icebreaker in class. Oh, I'm horrible at icebreakers. Okay. Hi. <laughs> My name is Brianna. I am 24. I'm an Aries. And I have anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> Your turn. We love that. Great. My name is Paul. I'm 28, I think. Yeah, 28. Two years from 30. Well, actually, 29 this year. So... Only like over a year from 30. That's disgusting. He's so old. Yeah. Um, I'm a Virgo, so... We love a Virgo king. Yeah. We have the spicy Aries and we have the down-to-earth Virgo. So this is gonna be, this is essentially why we wanted to make this podcast. Uh, was because somehow we, we mesh. And yeah, for those who didn't know, Paul is like one of my best friends. And we met through work, actually. Yeah. Um, we met through a place that we won't name because we don't want to give them any clout because we don't like them we don't stand them so we're not going to give them any clout but (laughs) essentially i was there because of covid my current job went away because they're just like we don't need you right now and i said okay um so then i had a resort to a plan b and a really cool manager that i am friends with uh invited me to be on the management team and then brianna came in one day and she's like are you paul and i was like yeah she was like, I think I might come back to work. And I was just like, please. If I come back, it's because I worked there and then I left because it made me want to kill myself. So I left and then they really needed help. And another coworker that we shared told me to come back. And so I came in one day and I was like, 
hey, are you Paul? And then, yeah. And it was just it was just after the races there. And then she had a really cool thing where she would <laughs> she would overshare. She, she really likes to overshare things, but then she would just run away. So I'd be doing a task, and then she'd be in my, you know, left ear just saying whatever it was. And Talking then about my I... my daddy issues, my abandonment issues. Yeah. And then I would process it, and then open my mouth and turn left to talk to her and then suddenly I was talking to the void and there was just nobody there. Because I was embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, needless to say I shamed her into letting me speak at least so I can share my thoughts and... So now I just overshare freely so get ready for that too. Yeah. <laughs> this, uh, there should be some trigger warnings in terms of don't let kids listen to this because it's probably going to be a lot of things unless you don't care what your kids hear. Because we're definitely going to be an explicit podcast. And I, I swear you're like a trucker, so. Yeah, it's going to be hard for both of us to kind of mute ourselves in that case. And it's not worth it. Because then you want to get our authentic selves. And I think our authentic selves are pretty fucking great. I agree. I, I agree, too. I think you're great. Uh, and yeah, now we just work together all the time. And then we came up with a really great idea to make a podcast because some of the shit we say is just so outlandish and we just want others to share in in that. And what better way to share that than talk about things that we enjoy like paranormal, true crime, or conspiracy. My personal favorite is conspiracy, but you know. That's where you're leading off today with, right? That is, yes. What story do you have today? What category? So today's story for me is actually paranormal and I'm really excited about it because it is... The story is based off of one of my favorite scary movies, and it's actually what like reinvented my my spark for for scare because so long, I feel like so many scary movies are just not scary anymore. But this one, it reignited that. It's so funny because you kept saying yesterday at work that I was gonna know the story, and the more you talk about it, I don't fucking know <laughs> what the story is. I don't know if you will necessarily. There, I got it. Will have seen the movie, but I know you've at least heard of it. I'm I'm pretty positive about that. It was a very big movie. So one of my things was I wanted to do lesser known things. And for my spoiler, next episode, uh, it's going to be a lesser known story, maybe. At least to me, I didn't know it. Uh, but this one was very well known. So if you've heard it, I'm sorry. But I also really like it and I don't care. So hopefully you enjoy it. Fair but enough. we also... We're thinking about what we were going to do to determine who was going to go first. Oh, but yeah. Our friend said that we couldn't do things that weren't, quote, listener friendly. He's a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to you. You know who you are. Yeah, he's also technically our manager, too, but we won't talk about that. Anyways, um, yeah, if anyone from our workplace hears us, don't tell anybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, I think to just make it easy... I'll be the gentleman that I am. I'll just say ladies first. Because you have been hyping yours up. I have, actually, yeah. I just kind of want to hear it. And I think that's just the best way to go about it, honestly. I'm so excited for you to actually hear what mine is today. Because, again, I am doing a conspiracy theory today. And it's probably one of my favorite conspiracy theories. I love it so much because it's so outlandish. And science has proven that this theory is false. But people are just so stupid. I want to see, just give me a guess if you think you know what I'm going to talk about today. Honestly, I have no idea because you, like, again, you have been talking this up and talking so much about it and how outlandish it is. And I quite literally just don't have any idea, mostly because I feel like so many conspiracy theories are so outlandish. 
like one specifically and you know what I'm talking about because I know you're probably going to talk about it in the future so I'm not going to spoil it uh, but you know exactly what I'm talking about because we fought about it in store so I can't wait to fight about it on here so stay tuned for that don't know when it's coming out don't know but just know it's going to be in the future and that should be an interesting episode because I'm just going to tell her how fucking stupid she sounds but Paul's a hater he's uh, been drinking that fucking haterade yeah it's actually two pump mocha two pump white mocha latte that you actually got me this morning so thank you I appreciate oh, yeah, you're it welcome. we're drinking Starbucks today because we're Starbucks bitches yeah we're beverage girlies uh, so if you hear any like uh, chingling of the ice or the <laughs> that's why it's... I don't want to listen to that back that's <laughs> so bad good luck editing oh. uh, but yeah I think that's a good enough intro if you want to kind of okay take it from here I am all ears and ready to hear what the hell you have in store for me so today in store for you Paul my very first episode very first conspiracy theory is going flat earth oh no <laughs> Hit me with it. Go ahead. So, first of all, what do you know about flat earth theory? What I know about flat earth theory is the people who believe in it's stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, flat earth theory to me is that there is an end to the earth. Like, essentially, if you take a ship and you just go straight out into the ocean away from land as much as possible, you're eventually just going to hit a cliff. And it's, I don't understand the reason because it's almost just like flat earth theories. It's what happens to the water. Is it just like an infinity pool and it's just like stuck? And if you go over the edge, like, good luck, you're going in space? Or is it just like one big giant waterfall? Like, it's just, I don't understand that aspect. Um, but I'm sure you have a lot of stuff to tell me. I do. So everything you just said, I have an answer for it. Oh, well, no. kind of an answer because, you know, use your brains, people. Anyway, um, <laughs> so <laughs> the flat earth theory, or also called flat earth error by non-believers, is basically what it sounds like. The earth is not a round ball, but a flat plane or disc. So, for those of you that are probably driving in your car listening to this, or if you're one of the 10 people that I said had to listen or I was going to be upset, picture a flat CD, and that's essentially flat earth. That's what they think it looks like. Um, So, flat earth advocates are classified by experts and philosophers as science deniers, basically. So, that's following up what I just said, that science proves, you know, that flat earth isn't a thing. Right. Who who needs science? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We stand. Yeah. (laughs) Um, they don't, but go ahead. <laughs> so basically, the way that they think the Earth looks, they think that it is a flat disk with the Arctic Circle in the middle and the continents going around it. So think the Arctic Circle in the middle, continents around that, and then around the very outside would be just like ice, which would be Antarctica going around the brim. Got it. Um, this theory is considered a pseudoscience. Do you know what that is? Made up science? It is. <laughs> It is a collection of beliefs or practices mistakenly regarded as being based in scientific method, which is, according Mm. to Google, that's the definition. So made up science. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Um, One of the reasons that I saw, which I thought was hilarious, I guess, for why people believe the earth is flat. And the reasoning is, and I can't wait to see your face (laughs) when you hear this. The reasoning is literally, uh, quote, the earth is flat because the Bible says it's flat, regardless of what science tells us, end quote. You know, this is, <laughs> I'm going to try to be as neutral as possible here because I have very uh, extreme takes when it comes to religion and all that mm-hmm. without getting too much into it. But also this feels like a classic, classic case of nitpicking. And when I, say, when I say that is... It mostly boils down to because people will say the Bible talks about, you know, gay people mm-hmm. and how they're essentially just going to burn in hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they forget other pieces of the Bible 
that say they can or can't do stuff and they do it anyways, but because it's not relevant to them. Again, it's not all, of, it's not, obviously it's not everybody. It's these people here yeah. that say that sort of thing. And so they're like, oh, the f- earth is flat. And so they'll go by that and they're like, oh, gay people should burn. But also like eat pork. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's as much as I'm going to say. I don't want to get too controversial here. Uh, everyone do what they want. Obviously, I don't care. Peace, love, but and bullshit. Also, you have your opinions. I have mine. This is all that is. Just opinion. It's just, f- oh, no, allegedly. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, okay, sorry. Where was I? Okay, so the theory, obviously, uh, relating back to how they said the Bible said it's flat, so it's flat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's related closely to the theory of how they used to think the Earth was the center of the universe. Do you Are you familiar with that? It's a very old, like, biblical way of thinking, I guess, if you want to describe it that way. It's that the Earth is the center, and then all the planets and the sun revolve around the Earth, essentially. So you mean I'm the center? Yeah. I'm the center of the universe. Yes, queen. Not the Earth. But yes, go, go on. <laughs> Um, but the since this theory is like based in that old biblical theory, it really has been around for centuries. Um, it notably resurfaced in the 1800s um, with a British writer called Samuel Rowbaltham. I believe you. I butchered that. That's yeah. fine, though. It's okay. We stand, Sam. <laughs> we don't stand, Sam. No, we don't. That's what I said. We actually don't. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> um, he, in uh, 1838, he published a, pamph- a pamphlet. Mm. They didn't publish books. They called them pamphlets because they weren't, like, bound. Yeah. They were just papers that, like, tied with, like, string. Which Got I it. We love. Queen, go off. I um, mean, innovative, creative. We love him. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, he published a pamphlet called The Celtic Astronomy, which later became uh, The Earth is Not a Globe, which was a book, um, proposing that essentially the Earth is flat. This is what was crazy to me. He said that the sun and the moon were 3,000 miles above said flat earth disc right and then he said the cosmos were 100 miles above that so the sun and the moon were 3,000 miles but the cosmos were 3,100 miles above the earth which like sidebar it's crazy that you believe the earth is flat but you believe in the cosmos like you know what also gets me is i want to see the math like show your work babe Oh, no. You don't have the math. I have a picture for you. I will post this on our Instagram so everybody can look along. At Isn't That Odd Podcast? Yes. Um, But this essentially is what their map looks like. Don't swipe. That's what it looks like. Got it. So you see the ice hanging off the sides. Yeah. And then... So it's crazy because in this picture, the the moon looks round. Oh, I'll get to that. Okay. You see, um, at the edges where Antarctica is, think of a dome. They think there's a dome over it. So that the dome has For me, the it's the ice that's around the Earth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, that. that's it for me. So that's essentially where... Is is that supposed to be ice or just supposed to be like a waterfall? It is ice. It is Antarctica. It is the Great Ice Wall. So to I don't know them, if you've ever heard of the Great Ice Wall. No. So to them, when the water goes over the edge, it just freezes. Yes. And they mm. think that if you keep going, you'll go over the edge. Mm. I mean, that's a free ticket to space. Why pay like Elon Musk to get us on like SpaceX or something when we can just take a boat and Not go Elon. ourselves? Yeah, we don't stand him either. But that's a whole other day conversation that we won't talk about right now. But go on. So um, following back to uh, Samuel, he essentially created the Zeltic Society in England and New York, which is just a society that believes in flat earth. 
And I was doing my research. I couldn't find like specific uh, things about them in today's day and age. But from my knowledge, they're still around as they should go on. Great. So this theory of the Earth being flat is referenced all throughout history, like I was saying before. It's referenced, geez, in uh, ancient Greece, um, near the the Near East, which is basically like uh, modern day Middle East. So back then it would have been like Mesopotamia, ancient Egypt, um, Iran, ancient Iran, all that kind of stuff. Um, They believe the Earth is flat. Um, India up until the 4th century, and then China up until the 17th century. So they were kind of... Can I pause? Yeah. <clears throat> Isn't Mesopotamia a planet in Fairly Odd Parents? You know the alien yes. Mark? Yes. Yeah. Is that where he came from, was Mesopotamia? Yes, and they got that from history. Because as soon as you said that, my mind just immediately pictured him in the Fairly Odd Parents. I was Stop. like, I need to ask before this happens. I love that show. I love that show. That's what I do too. Is. And apparently it's still going on, yeah, or it was going on as it's of fucked early. Now. now they added like a random girl to it, and then like now Timmy has to share Cosmo Wanda because he's learned all about sharing, and I'm like, no, That's a share? You. Yeah, no thank you. I don't want to share. We're not sharers here. We're not. <laughs> I was like, what did he just say? We're very resource guarding here. So, okay, sorry. We're going to go back into the story. So, um, circling back to when we talked about how Antarctica was around the ring of Flat Earth. Got it. There is a part of Flat Earthers who believe that the Earth is flat, yes, but it's not a disc floating through space. That beyond Antarctica or beyond the ice wall, there is other lands. Oh. So we keep going. Wow. So that is a part of Flat Earth. And I, again, have a map for you right here. So this, again, is going to be on our Instagram. Um, so if you look at this picture, Paul. Okay. On the inside is the Earth that we know it. And then you see that ring of ice. Yes. And then outside that ring of ice is all the other worlds. Hmm. Now, included in those worlds. So it's just like, it's just an infinite land of there are worlds or is there an end is there an end to technically this depending on who you ask because it changes flat earther to flat earther so that particular map i'm showing you i got off reddit shout out to reddit you got all the conspiracies um that particular one it ends and we're going to talk about where it ends so got it People who believe that flat earth just keeps going, and I like to call it the theory beyond the ice wall, because that's what it is when you look it up on like Reddit, mm-hmm. uh, Google, things like that. Uh, they basically believe that it goes on forever. They basically believe there's no way to get under the earth. Um, essentially, just like there's a top, but there's no bottom, which, honey, make that make sense. We live in a 3D world. If there's a top, there's a bottom. Let's talk about it. Hmm. Anyway. Um <laughs> There's a joke there, but I won't make it. Go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. No, no, no. Go on. I'm really, I'm really invested into this flat earth. So this isn't Game of Thrones. I don't know if you ever watched, but Game of Thrones, they have no. the ice wall with the White Walkers, all that kind of stuff. Mm. I feel like that's where they probably got that idea from. I know that Game of Thrones is a book, but I'm assuming that that's where you got the ice wall theory was from, was from this. Um, Real original. Yeah. They just think that there's a world beyond the ice wall. Um, mm. So the ice wall in itself was discovered by Sir James Clark Ross, a British Navy soldier, Officer, I'm sorry. Um, in January 28th in uh, 1841. Um, so he described the ice wall as a 150-foot ice wall on the coast of Antarctica. It is a hundred... Hundreds? Hundreds meters thick. I feel like... A hundred meters? 
What? A yeah, hundred right? meters thick. That's just how I verbatim. That's how I copied it. Interesting. Is that from his pamphlet? This is actually from the Flat Earthers website. Mm, better. <laughs> um, it's more than 50 meters high above the water surface. Got it. So if you want to picture that, you're just flowing in the vastness that is the middle of the ocean. And then there's just this giant ice wall that just shoots up as high as you can see. To block us from going over. Yes. That's really thoughtful, actually. I like that. No, Nobody can jump, you know? I'll jump. I'll do a flip. <laughs> just bring a fucking blowtorch to the ocean and just melt the ice wall? Yeah, I'll do a flip. How long do you think that would take? How well, thick is this wall, did they tell you? Uh, I just told you. It's several hundred meters thick. Oh, you did say that. Oh, yeah, because we There's had a problem a joke saying that. There's a in there, that. too, but... Yeah. We love a good girth. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. I don't know. Keep going. My thought went away. It's okay. It'll come back. Um, so that picture in particular that we're talking about right now is a version of the ice wall map, which includes places like Athens, who, when I was doing research, it's a landmass, so it's on the outer circle of it. Can we just talk about how Atlantis is Stop, on here? Stop. I'm getting there. Oh, sorry. I'm jumping <laughs> so, the gun. Uh, you are. Oh, so, my God. And Isis? Shut up. I'm <laughs> so Athens. He's an Egyptian sun god, okay? So I don't know if they're implying that's where he is or if that's where he's from. There was no reason for why they named those places that way, but those are just the names of them. Um, another one is called Atum, which is another rocky mass. Um, he's a cosmic god. He is another sun god, and he is from the substance from which all creation came from. He's the lord of the universe, is what he was described when I did my So we stand him. But my thing is, is like, did they name these places after these people or are these where these they think these people come from? It's probably where they think they come from. Um, another one is Odin, which I don't know if you're familiar with Odin, but for all my mythology girlies out there like me, you know who Odin is, um, is the father of Thor. And if you like the Marvel MCU, he's also the father of Loki. <laughs> he is the ruler of Asgard, which do you know what that is, Paul? Um... It sounds like something I heard in a movie once. Marvel, essentially. Yeah. Um, but he is a big landmass on the uh, rocky side. If you look at that, there's a rocky side. The right. walls of Asgard. Yep, yep, I see it. There we go. And then, as Paul liked to point out earlier, um, we have Atlantis, which we all know what Atlantis is. It's a very popular lost civilization that they're implying is out there. But what I don't understand is how they're implying it. And no matter how much research I did, I couldn't figure that out. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, they're saying all these worlds are out there, but if they're all out there and we can't get over that ice wall, how do we know about them? True. I was. It's funny because I was just about to ask that in terms of show their source on how they know they exist. Exactly. And so, Unless somebody somehow climbed over the wall. You know how we have, like, those time travelers that just, like, pop in and, like, I'm from the year 3,500, you know, in, like, the movies or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost like that. But it's, like, they got over the wall and they're just, like, oh, I'm from Atlantis over the wall. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that was going for, like, Jennifer Coolidge, but (laughs) I've been watching a lot of her stuff lately. So she just, like, kind of permanently in my head. That's not at all what I think. Makes me want a hot dog real bad. (laughs) That's not even, that was, like, going yeehaw. Yeehaw Coolidge. Anyways. (laughs) Not the yeehaw. I thought you were going for like a Trump 2020 build that wall kind of thing. And I was God, like, way no. to get political, babe. No. Right off the rip. That's very opposite. Well, that is something I would definitely joke about because it is pretty funny. Uh, but no. And speaking of yeehaw, I've been, I don't know why I want to go on a side tangent here, but I've been 
really into yeehaw music lately. Yeah, I know. And I absolutely fucking hate it. If there's one thing everybody knows about me, I hate country music with passion. Do you hate country music or have you just not heard the right country song? Listen, there's country music, specifically a song where he's saying that his girlfriend fell in love with his tractor. And like, babe, if you don't got it like that, that's fine. But like, why are you bringing the tractor into this? I'm going to just save myself here and say that is not the music I'm listening to specifically. Um, (laughs) Even though if you don't, you might not necessarily believe me. Uh, But no, I've been like a Shania Twain girl. She's coming out with a lot of new music and it's really interesting. I already told you why you've been listening to Shania Twain. Yeah, I know because I'm gay. Um, And then I've been listening to Dolly Parton just because like she's a queen. Same. Because you're gay. Um, Yeah. Do you remember that? uh, Can we go to Dollywood? Speaking of Dolly Parton. (laughs) Dollywood looks like so much fun. Wait, do you even do rides? I feel like I know the no, answer I to the don't. question. You don't do them at I don't all? Like, I don't like any kind of thrill rides. Because, like, I wanna don't want to die on a ride. Like, I don't want to do that. That doesn't sound fun. Final Destination, seen all of them, and burned into my brain. I don't want to go through that. But circling back to Shania Twain, because we're on a side tangent. That song by Shania Twain, I don't even know the name of it, but it's just like, God, I feel like a woman, or like, man, I feel like a woman, whatever yeah. it is. That song makes me absolutely feral that is the one country song that makes me absolutely feral so you do like country just that song but it's still country so you st- and so actually you like maybe it. jolene by dolly parton so maybe shania twain and dolly parton are the see that's exactly who i was listening to and you call me crazy jolene jolene not the whisper sing <laughs> <laughs> but anyways we can circle back to the actual topic oh god if I you can even remember where you started place. good luck start. okay um Okay, so we found gonna... it. I'm proud of you. <laughs> we're going to go back um, to the picture you're looking at. Got it. And on the borders, you're going to see the wall of As- Asgard, which we talked about, which is depicted as big rock territory. Yep. We're going to see the scorched lands, which yep. is depicted as a giant de- desert. This Ooh. actually says the scorched wastes. Yeah, but it's a desert. Okay. Um, which reminds me of. Okay, Maze this Runner. can't be real. They have an island named Nemo. Mm hmm. There's so many things in there. I was going to circle them out and talk about them all, but it's just so many. Nemo and it. ISIS. Uh-huh. How do you want me to believe? <laughs> Listen, babe, we're not talking about it to believe, and I'm just talking about it so we can laugh about it. Yeah, that's true. Fair <laughs> enough. Touche. Um, the Frozen Wastes, which it looks like you were actually just close to, close to which is basically just Antarctica. Um, and then in the top corner is going to be the Abyssal Ocean, which is a massive ocean. Some speculate that's where the large sea, cre- sea creatures, I can't talk, um, sailors have been seeing throughout history have come from. Got it. So, like, I don't know if you remember, like, Christopher Columbus, you know, how he sailed the he... ocean blue in 1690. No. I don't know. 1490. No. I don't know. Yes. So, they believe that that's where all the sea creatures came from, which um, makes me laugh because I, like, remember reading history and how they would talk about how they saw mermaids. And the mermaids ended up being like manatees and narwhals. Mm. Have you ever seen a manatee in real life? Yeah. I saw one when I went to SeaWorld. Mm. Shout out to SeaWorld. Those things are huge. We don't stand SeaWorld. They're very problematic. I don't know if they've gotten better, but they were very problematic. It was better when I was there because I thought the same thing. And my aunt, shout out to my aunt. I know she's listening. Hi. Um, she, we already talked about this and I was like freaking out because I didn't want to go because of all that stuff because yeah. I love animals. That's, you know. I just yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were talking about it and she said it's gotten a lot better. So I'm taking her word for it. We'll Shout believe her. Auntie. Thanks, Hunty. Um, but I saw Mancy and it was absolutely huge. It's the cow of the sea. 
And the fact that he thought that was a beautiful mermaid, like think Ariel. Huh? Babe. That's my favorite princess. A manatee. It's like a cow with a tail. <laughs> that can swim underwater. Yes. I yeah. Know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the last theory is actually that don't say anything, Paul. The great ice ball theory. Essentially, that is the end of flat earth theory. And it basically is that the earth is in fact round, shocker. But instead of it being the globe that we know, it's we are on a giant ice ball and the section of the earth that we know is just a melted pond. And so with that theory, basically it's saying that other worlds could be other melted ponds next to us. You know what kills me is on this picture, it says it shows it shows the ice ball and then it shows the earth in the middle of it melted and then quite literally underneath where it says the great ice ball it's in parentheses possibly hollow so if it was hollow how the fuck journey to the center of the earth how if this was hollow there wouldn't be anything on top Dwayne the rock johnson yeah wouldn't it like create a hole and it would like leak through and we would yeah it's just like like a butthole yeah exactly like when you get the cocoa bombs have you ever had? Have no! you ever had? Have you ever had a hot cocoa bomb? Oh yeah. Yeah. What the fuck did you think I was talking about? I don't know. The, yeah, the hot cocoa bombs you put in the. You have it's just like a casing of chocolate, and then the stuff is inside. Mm-hmm. So if this was hollow, just think like that casing of chocolate. You put that hot cocoa bomb in the milk, mm-hmm. and it's just no cocoa in mm-hmm. it. It's just the shell. Yeah. That's what that is. Yep. So how the fuck would Earth live on top of it? It's possibly hollow. I don't know. Huh. Don't ask me. I don't believe that. Okay. Um. <laughs> We kind of went a little fast through all this, but another thing that I just remembered talking about it is basically one of the things that flat earthers say to people when they're like, but everything else is round and we have proof that everything else is round. Mm-hmm. They kind of say, like, just because everything else is round doesn't mean we're round. That's their that's their fight. Huh. Well, so, I mean, valid, <laughs> I guess. Not valid. <laughs> And they think that all the pictures from space are just like fake news. Hashtag fake news. Like the moon landing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sidebar. I do believe in the moon landing. That was a joke. For legal reasons, think, it's a joke. Do you think the moon is cheese? No. Mm. It's a rock. Like twin rock. To, okay. I wanted to end out my story today by telling you about some famous flat earthers. Oh, no. Are you ready? No. So the first one I want to talk about, that is a known flat flat earther. And this is fact, okay? I'm not making this up. What's your source? My source, I sorted it. It is (laughs) Ranker. The Ranker website where it ranks them like... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But they had sources on there. So I'm going to link that in our description notes so uh, people can check my sources. But according to that website, not according to me, but according to that website... Got it. The rapper B.O.B. From the song Airplanes with Haley Williams. For some reason, that does not surprise me. So that's why his career is non-existent. Let me just say that. <laughs> Who is he? <laughs> he apparently raised money on a GoFundMe to send something into space to find the curve and prove the Earth is a flat disk and not round. Did Stupid. We ha- did we have any update on that? I did not see any updates on that. But the fact that he went through and is doing, or was doing, I should say, a GoFundMe for it. Babe. Because what I picture is him doing the GoFundMe and be like, yeah, we're going to figure this shit out and we're going to expose the Illuminati, like all this other shit. And then they send it up and then he sees the curve and he'd be like, oh, there's a malfunction. It didn't work. Sorry. And then just never hear anything about it again. 
The funniest part for me, though, is his song Airplanes, though, because, like, when you're in an airplane, you can... Can't you see the curve? Can't you? Aren't you that high? I've uh, never been... Circle back. I've never been in an airplane, so that's why I'm asking Paul, so... Not necessarily, no. Uh, I feel like the way to see the actual... No, to see the curve of the actual Earth, like, in its entirety, you're going to have to be, like, up in the International Space Station, like, that high. When you get on an airplane, you're essentially cloud level. So, I mean, you can see you can see down to the Earth, and you can probably see, like, a little curve on the horizon, but it's not going to be much different from what you see, like, if you went to the ocean now, and you just saw, like, a little bit... It's not going to be too much different. I'll never go on an airplane, so I'll never know. Did you just say the next time you go to Florida, you're going to fly because you can't do that ride anymore? We'll see. <laughs> we love that. Um, the next famous flat earther I have for you. Are you ready? Tila Tequila. That from VH1. I think it was VH1. So double shot at love. Yes. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who again? Apparently, allegedly, allegedly, is a Nazi. So allegedly, <laughs> <laughs> we're not getting sued. This is what allegedly. the interwebs say. Uh, that also doesn't surprise me. Because she's almost as irrelevant now as B.O.B. To the point where I forgot they existed. When I saw Tila Tequila, I thought it was so funny. I was laughing about it at work. I don't remember actively ever watching any of those shows to understand how she acted. I just know of her. I remember watching them. And it's funny because our coworker was talking to me about it. And basically, he was like, why were you watching those shows? Because we did the math. And I was probably about nine years old when that show came out. But I watched all of those shows, all those dating shows on, like, VH1, MTV. Those were my things, you know? MTV was my place. And I just remember watching it and how messy she was. And that was the very first time I ever saw bisexuality, like, having a place on TV. True. That's fair. And, yeah, that was that was a while ago. So yeah. that was ahead of the curve for sure. Okay. So next up, I have four athletes who believe in flat earth theory, allegedly. Um, Kyrie Irving, apparently... That's very shocking to me. Isn't he the one that's like going off the rails with like the whole Kanye West stuff? I, I feel know. like there's there's some basketball player that's just been going absolutely apeshit off the rails, and I think it's him. I have no idea. I'm gonna have to look into that. Um, <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. Really? Allegedly, <laughs> Mr. Shaq himself. Yes. And on, as a flat earther on that ranker website, I remember vividly reading him just saying like, them being like, why? And him just being like, it's just flat. Huh? Um, I don't know who this is, but uh, Sammy Wilcox Wilkins. Sammy Watkins. Yes. Pretty sure it's a football player. Yeah. Shocker. Um, and then another one. I don't know who is uh, Wilson Chandler. No idea. Yeah, I don't know. Apparently he's an athlete, too. But those are the people who believe in flat earth. I love that. Um, what What do you think? I, if anything, this just reaffirms my initial statement from these people are just stupid. <laughs> because it's, if there's things the government is going to lie to us about and, like, fabricate, it's definitely not whether the earth is flat or not. I just don't think, no. But also, we... You can quite literally almost see the curve of the Earth when you just look out in the ocean. I was looking um, throughout my research. I didn't put it into my notes because I'm not a big... I'm not really good at, like, science and shit, so I didn't want to talk about something that I didn't really know about. But one of the reasons that a flat Earth has been, like, proven, like, not true is because it has something to do with, like, gravity, and gravity wouldn't be able to happen if the Earth was flat. 
But then I think back to that guy who came into uh, <laughs> our job one day and told me that gravity isn't real and I almost lost it. So I just decided not to. In the words of the great Trisha Paytas, it was invented. <laughs> she quite literally said she's really excited. She's really happy that gravity was invented. It was an invention by, I think she said like Albert Einstein or something. And I'm like, you know, go off King. <sighs> I have nothing to say about Trisha Paytas. I have nothing to say. She's a queen. I love her. I stand her 100%, and that's not even a joke. It's sick. It's sick. I know. But it's fine. Hmm. She's great. Especially after she had the baby. Barbie? Yeah. uh, Barbie Malibu? Mm. Yeah. That kid's going to get bullied. (laughs) Or she'll just be a Regina George, which, like, good for her. Stand your ground, queen. She's going to get hit by a bus? No. Regina be the leader George of be the popular leader. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Regina George. Um Yeah, so I mean realistically, that just reaffirmed everything I thought before. And it especially when you said the great ice ball theory or whatever it was. That one th- I screamed. I screamed when I saw that. That was just the that one was just for shits and gigs. But that it's so funny to me. Oh, so it wasn't even part of the flat Earth. It was just like oh another... no, it is. But I put uh, it in okay. for shits and gigs. So it's a flat Earth because we are yeah, a, it's like a melted pond. yeah, it's like a pond piece in this. So like how it earth. snowed the other day. We live in a uh, New England, so we're on snow all the time. But um, how it snowed the other day, and like so think of like a puddle in the concrete, and then like the concrete around it. So think of mm-hmm. the concrete as ice and the puddle as the Earth that we know it. Mm. Nice. I love that. What do you think? What are your thoughts on flat Earth? I think it's Especially hilarious. after all the research. I think it's hilarious. And so when we decided back in November to start this podcast, I that was immediately what popped into my head. I knew from the day we talked about it, the day we bought these mics, the day we finalized everything, mm-hmm. that Flat Earth was going to be the first thing I talked about. And that's crazy to that's me. Why that I, was the first thing you that's popped why in I, your head. That's why I called dibs on Conspiracy First, because it is so funny. It is just so fucking funny. Like... My favorite thing, though, about people is that, like, they deny science, but just because you deny it doesn't mean that it's not real. Like, and that's what I love about it. Because it's just like, yeah, you can think that, but you're wrong. Congratulations, but you're wrong. That is... I stand an independent thinking queen, but you're just stupid. Yeah, that's one of the hard parts is trying to convince people with opposite opinions. I don't even want to say opinions because something like science is very... Fact. Unrefutable. Yes. Especially because a lot of science goes through peer review after peer review after peer review of other scientists and everything. So it's very unrefutable. So if it's like a concrete piece that's in like scientific journals, like you can't really refute that because like it's been proven. I can never But, but people Couldn't who have me. the opinion that it's all just fabricated, it's so, for some reason, they're just so into that state of mind and you can never change, you can never change it. Even though there is quite literal proof of the theory they're going against and not of their theory, they just want it. I, I don't know if it's just like a cool thing, like they just want to go against the I was brain. just going to say that, yeah. I think some people just like to argue. And I can't say anything because you know me. I'm an Aries. I yeah. love to argue. Rue is so cute. Yeah, she decided to flip over on her belly and then we both just looked and we were like, ooh. She's such a little baby. She's next to us. She's our little mascot for the day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just. Anyway, I it, love. It, it has to be they quite literally just want attention. Yeah. They want attention. They want to fight. They want to be hashtag different, quirky, uh, insert Debbie Ryan putting her hair behind her ear clip in there. Yeah. Um, but 
No, I just, I just think it's so funny. And when I was doing research about it, I was just dying laughing. Like you'd be sitting next to me at work, and I'd be tippy tapping, and I would start laughing, and you'd look at me, and I would just be like, because hmm. <laughs> I wanted to tell you so bad, and I just would be like, Paul, guess what? But I couldn't because I wanted to be surprised. So that's my story today: is flat Earth theory. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, before I get into mine, we're gonna take a quick little break to play some ads that we don't have because we're new. But we're gonna take a break. I want some more coffee. I want to stretch. It's been a while. How long? And has then it been? it's been forty-two minutes so far. Forty-two minutes. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's part of the beginning too. Not just me. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yours was about a half hour. That's what I plan on slating for mine. But anyways, we're gonna take a little bit of a break. That way, we're not just sitting here for so long. And then we will come back, and it'll be my turn. My turn. <laughs> and we are back, just like that. Good break. I hope you guys really enjoyed those ads. Um, they pulled us a lot of money. This is going to bring us far. <laughs> so now it's my turn. And I'm really, again, I'm really excited. I hope you enjoy the story. This is my favorite story, as I already said. Um, but before I begin, I just want to say there is a content slash trigger warning. So this story is, is going to feature supposed gruesome deaths of children and can become quite graphic. So that's not your cup of tea then skip I'll, I'll i'll, I'll kind of let you know i'll give you a little cue that it's coming up and then you can kind of skip a little bit forward and when brianna edits this she can always do timestamps. i don't know we'll figure yeah. it out and as long as there's no uh disemboweling because i fucking hate disemboweling. no um okay. not quite but uh <laughs> For those who don't know what disemboweling is it's when someone we don't need your organs yep. and your intestines and just okay. takes them yeah if you go to youtube.com and just search don't look show- that up <laughs> Whatever uh, you do, don't take that. Advice. Yeah, no, don't listen to me. Never listen to me. Uh, but as well as that, there's also going to be legends that include stories of suicide. So I know speaking about suicide can be a trigger for some people. So if that is, again, I'll let you know when that's coming up. So you can kind of skip over it a little bit and you don't necessarily have to hear it. It is It is nice to hear. It kind of gives some more depth to the story. But, but make sure you take care of yourself. Yeah. We care about you more than the story. Exactly. So. We love you, queen. Or king. King. Yep. Or them um oh yes i'm sorry we're very inclusive we are yes yeah. this is a safe space um All right, let's so go, bitch my story today revolves around the conjuring oh <laughs> have you God. seen it yes what are your thoughts on the movie okay so i am a pussy let's just start there. <laughs> and i watch scary movies between my fingers <laughs> because i get scared so easy but I don't fuck with The Conjuring at all. I and watched... Okay, I think it's The Conjuring where they're playing hide and seek in the house and the hands come out of the closet and it does the clap. You know what I'm talking about? That movie? Yes. Is that The Conjuring? Because that shit fucks me up. And I then think so. The newer Conjuring, what is it called? Like, The Devil Made Me Do It? I, I refuse. <laughs> refuse to watch it. I mean, the, the newer... Yeah, so it's uh, the hide and clap scene is from The Conjuring, yeah. Terrifying. That is, yeah, that is a very terrifying scene. But again, that is why I love this movie so much is because I feel like I was watching so many scary movies and you're just getting so boring. And this, I think, quite literally revitalized horror as a genre. If not through the, you know, population, hello? Mm-hmm. At least through me personally. Yeah. Uh, especially for like those scenes. They're terrifying. Yeah. Um, Plus this whole story, because I do know, you are right, I do know some about it. Yeah. Especially but, like ed and lorraine warren yeah so i'll talk a little bit about them uh and then i'm going it'll be going more into like the actual demon of because i didn't know anything about the actual demon that was Mm -hmm. haunting the house 
uh, until you know now until I started researching. Um, but when it comes to, I think just Ed and Lorraine in general are just really great. I love all their. They're just so interesting, even if I don't necessarily believe in... I was going to say, pause. Can we talk about how Paul is actually a non-believer? It... <laughs> ghosts, for me, is such a weird topic. I think I like the idea of ghosts, but I don't actually personally believe them. Listen, I am such a firm believer in ghosts. Like, I don't fuck with that shit. I don't touch Ouija boards. If I hear a bump, I'm like, listen, man, that's all you. Uh, Yeah, Ouija boards. I actually played with a lot of Ouija boards, but I also never believed anybody... Mm-mm. Was telling no. the truth. Because let me tell you, even now... I'm not moving it! And quite literally, they're just like... Across Stacia the board. Stacia will tell you, every time me and Stacia go out around, like... Stacia's my best friend, by the way. Hi, Stacia. Um, we go out around Halloween time and go to, like, Spirit Halloween, and they have Ouija board stuff. And, like, I'm... I am into some pretty witchy stuff. I do not touch anything that has a Ouija board, anything on it. Like, I don't fuck with that shit. Because, like... Even, like, the little, like... Ooh, like scary parts about it. Like you're inviting that into you, and like you don't know what is on that. I don't mm-mm. see again. That just plays into me where I'm just like I'm not buying the whole thing. Yeah, again, I like. Okay, I, hold on, Paul, you're white. Let's no, I I very much enjoy the idea behind it, but I white can't get behind That's it. White actually, shit. I can I can maybe compromise and say there's probably some part of ghosts that are real, but the the generalized overall thinking of what ghosts are and what they do i don't think is real yeah especially we were talking about this one day at work about like uh, shows like ghost adventures that really fluff up everything to make Mm -hmm. it really scary but i like sometimes when you look past the fluff there is some truth and that's what i believe yeah i can get i can get behind that there's some truth to ghosts i just don't the way that they're portrayed in movies and TVs and just overall thinking, I personally just don't necessarily believe. Mm. Like, exorcisms and stuff like that, I, I don't necessarily believe in that either. Like, I don't believe in possessions and things like that. So, I guess the more lighter pieces of that there is still... I mean, obviously, I can't deny that we're all energy and once, you know, we pass over, our energy is still going to exist some way or another. Mm-hmm. It's just, I guess, finding out what that is. Mm-hmm. Which is something um, that you won't know until you experience it. Exactly. Hopefully not for a while. I may joke about it, but like realistically, I have a lot of things I want to do. We, yeah, <laughs> we won't go there. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> with if the conjuring, you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to talk about it. Um, so all the overall premise of... I'm excited for this. Of the story? Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. My notes already don't make sense. Like, I don't know what I wrote. So that was fun. Um so the overall premise of the haunting in like that secluded farmhouse mm-hmm. that you see uh, is generally true and seen throughout the movie. Um, the overall story has a lot of layers and it can be more sinister, I think. So in January of 1971, so obviously not that long ago, realistically, uh, we see the Perron family moving into a 14, 14 room farmhouse in Harrisville, Rhode Island. That's how you got money. 14 rooms? Yeah, 14 room. But... It actually wasn't that much, because I have a little side note here. Um, at Madison.Heinzen207 on TikTok uh, actually owns this house shout today. To her family her family owns this house today. And shout I, out to you. Yeah, shout out to her. I actually stumbled upon her TikTok a while ago, and she does a lot of just videos of does she do her that? in the house doing things, and like she does live streams and all that stuff, so mm. you can like watch her do it. Um, her family bought it in 2019. Wait, what's her handle again? 
uh, at madison.heinzen, H-E-I-N-Z-A-N-207. Just in case anybody wants to check it out when I'm editing later, I want to go look. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if you want to if you want to see our videos, they're actually really cool. Um, I saw a doll fall in our live, so that was fun. Oh, can I just tell you before we get into this? Um, obviously, Annabelle is involved in this, I'm assuming. Cause those no. Story I mean, the movies mash up. I don't know. About the, the the Conjuring doesn't have to do anything with Annabelle now. But Annabelle's a whole separate story of Edelorian Warren, and I briefly mention it, but I don't go into it. I hate dolls. That's all I have to say. You said you saw dolls. I can agree with you there. I hate when I go to haunted houses. No rooms make me squirm as much as like a room full of dolls, and especially if they have like the blinking lights and like one moves, I'm just gonna shit myself. So I don't actually even go to haunted houses because I don't fuck with that shit. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Refuse. We talked about this. Remember you wanted me to go and I was like, no, fuck you. Um, but oh, dolls have always been so fucking scary to me. I used to have like this life-size doll, <laughs> which is about three feet life-size, Paul. Um, <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> so I used to have this life-size doll and I'll never forget one night when I was a child, I woke up in the middle of the night and she was across the room from me and I remember... Obviously, being a child, so it was like a, it was some kind of my brain playing tricks on me. Yeah, but I remember like seeing her head turn, and I was just like, nope. And then yeah, the next no. day I had my mom throw her out, and I was like, I, I would absolutely just burn it. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, so you would really like the movie Dead Silence. Look it up when you're <laughs> editing. Look it up, watch it. You're gonna love it. That sounds horrifying. That movie quite literally was a catalyst for me hitting dolls. I'm gonna just say. Oh that. no, I don't want to watch it then. No, you should. No, 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 you no, should. no, 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 no. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> can't even watch Chucky without being uncomfortable. <laughs> But we can watch Megan. <laughs> Anyways, we're getting so far off track. It's the dancing it was a great... for me. It's the hip swivel. It was the. It was... Yeah, if you haven't seen Megan, uh, go watch it. We're oh not we're not sponsored at not. all by them. But it was so outlandish. I will never forget that movie. No, I won't either. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I still don't know to this day. And I, I will... like I keep trying to describe it to people, especially like my sister. I was telling you this. And she was asking about how it was. And I was just like, I honestly don't know. Like, I have no idea. Because they would build they would build so much tension and then you get stupid shit like her just breaking out into song. Or and it's like she's... Titanium by Sia. And it's like, what? Or when she started playing uh, Toy Soldiers by Eminem on the... <laughs> yeah, it's like building up tension and then all of a sudden you hear Toy Soldiers. In the movie theater, I looked at Paul. I was like, what song is that? I was like, Toy Soldiers. I mean, Eminem did a... His song did a cover of it. I don't, I don't remember the name of the person mm-hmm. who actually made the original song. Uh, but it, again, it's still it. She gives. She's giving very much um, uncanny valley, and that's exactly why mm. I will never own an AI in the future. So when yeah, that no. shit becomes normal, no, no, very no, much no. uncanny valley. Anyway, yeah, no. sorry. Go ahead. Uh, no, you're good. So <laughs> you were just saying earlier how 14 room farmhouse you need a lot of money. They actually bought it in 2019 for 440 thousand dollars. But that like today's still, market could never. That is still so much money to me. It's really not that for a 14 room farmhouse. It's not that a, bad. I live in a one-bedroom apartment. I mean, if you tried babe. buying it today, it would probably be, you know, a mill, but... I live in a one-bedroom apartment, babe. But I don't know how much regular things cost. I mean, that's fair. Um, but yeah, like I said, she has <laughs> videos and lies of her doing investigations in the house, and they're interesting and fun to watch. Like that doll that I saw fall over. She was doing some sort of, like, the things with the rods, I think. Oh, my God. That and in like... the background was... I think it was, like, the original Annabelle doll, speaking of. Or, uh, not the original, but, like, a remake of mm-hmm. it, uh, whatever, a rep- mm-hmm. replica is the word I'm looking for. Uh, and it was just, like, plopped in a chair, and then it just, like, folded over and fell. Those are my favorite. Those rods are my favorite. So, 
<laughs> There's a joke in there that I'm not going to put. <laughs> but talking about, um, I don't know what the rods are actually called, but talking about Stacia again. Okay, so Stacia's dad's house is haunted. Got talking it. about ghosts. And so um, my friend Carrie, Stacia's mm-hmm. sister, had her friend come over with those rods and was talking like to the ghosts. Yeah. And the rods were like moving and it was like making me so fucking uncomfortable. <laughs> and now every time I go there, I just have like... A little goosebump like in the, the back of my neck. Just like something sitting there. I'm just like waiting for something bad to happen. I'm just like, y'all, mm-mm, no. Mm, no, I personally haven't messed with any of that. Like the, closest I, the closest I'm, I've messed with is a Ouija board. Seeing it and... <laughs> what? A Ouija board. That's all I mess with. Okay. I haven't done like any other like... That is like the worst thing you can do. It's and fun. And you're like, it's the only thing I mess it's with. It's made by Hasbro. It's fine. Babe. <laughs> Not spawns. Um, seeing it in real life is something so different than seeing it on TV or like in movies or something. Like actually seeing it and feeling the energy in the room. Mm. No bueno. Yeah, no. Um, I unfortunately don't have anything like that. Part of maybe why I don't believe in ghosts in that sense because I haven't actually seen it. See it or believe it, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but contrary to the Perron's family thought that I will share after all this, after my little side note, um, Maddie's family actually thinks it's the land that's haunted, not the house itself. Mm. Um, a quote that I found from embassynews.com. We stand them. Do we? For the quote. Okay. Yeah, they give me a quote. Oh, we stand. Okay, yeah. Hi. Um, she and her husband believe the house is haunted. She, as in the mother, obviously, not mm-hmm. Maddie. That would be weird. Uh, that the house is haunted by ghosts from King Philip's War. The bloody and brutal 1675 to 1678 conflict between the local native people and white settlers. Although she says she felt no malevolence in the home. Where is this located again in Rhode Island? Harrisville. Harrisville. Harris? Hmm. But the state is Rhode Island, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, Harrisville, Rhode Island. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, keep all that in mind. Mm-hmm. That little side note in mind. While I tell you more about the Perron family and what their experience and thoughts were. Okay. So, kind of picking up where I left off earlier, the Perron family made up of Carolyn, Roger, and their five daughters. That's quite a lot. Good luck to five the dad. Five daughters? Yeah. Dude, we're a condom. Five daughters. You know, different time. Fair enough. But also, that's a lot of female energy. Like, good luck, Roger. You say that because you're gay and you, like, you don't live in a sausage fest. I could never be around that much testosterone. That's fair. Too much of either side is bad. True. Hashtag bisexuality. Anyway. <laughs> we stand. Uh, so this family actually started to notice strange happenings almost as soon as they moved into the house. So Carolyn, for instance, the mom, would see like the broom missing in the kitchen or moving from place to place all on its own. That is so fucking rude. Could you imagine? The ghost was just trying to help her sweep. Could you imagine working up the energy to go fucking sweep? And, the and then the ghost was like, gone? find it. <laughs> The ghost is playing hide and seek with the broom. I just simply just wouldn't sleep anymore. <laughs> well, speaking of, where she's um, in the house, don't have. Bitch. She would also do like small piles of dirt in the center of the kitchen floor after she had cleaned. And they would like, move the fucking dirt. No, like I, I, sorry, I, whatever. Oh. There would be small pile. I forgot a word before that. There would be small piles of dirt in the center of the kitchen floor after she had just cleaned. Like she had just swept, she had just picked everything up, and then she'd go back, and there'd be a pile in the center. That's but also, rude. I was thinking, I don't know if I believe that because I'll sweep sometimes, and I'll just get random piles everywhere. That's really fucking rude. That's so inconsiderate. Is it though? Because the, be ghost so... the, ghost, the ghost is just housing. The ghost, the ghost is just helping. Just what helping? If you just clean the floor, and you, you know, got everything all cleaned up, and you turn and there's dirt on the floor again. Maybe the ghost is like, "Baby, miss a spot." Dude, I would lose my fucking mind. <laughs> 
Um, they also report sounds of something scraping against the kettle in the kitchen, yet no. nothing or no one was around. No. So just imagine you have like a glass no. kettle. <laughs> you have a kettle on your stove and you just hear the scrape. <laughs> that goes through me actually thinking I'm about throw it. throw up. Um, <laughs> Sorry for those throw up the, real. <laughs> the dot, yeah. Um, trigger warning, just going to be throw up noises <laughs> if that triggers you. Uh, the girls also started seeing spirits around the house, and most were said to be harmless, but a few were more angry. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, um, dun. And so with all the strange things happening around the house, Carolyn decided to research the history of the home, as she should. And that's when she discovered the house before them had been in the same family for generations. So can I just say, I think it's so funny when people buy houses and they don't do the research ahead of time. I can tell you when I bought my house, I didn't do any research. Oh, no, that's all I did. And then I found out it's basically been in the same family. So kind of similar, but not for eight generations. It was like parents that bought it and then it got handed over to their kids. I even like as a child when we would move, I would always look it up and see how old the house was. Because I always believe in ghosts. So how old did a what? How old the house was and like things about that. But like it's amazing people buy a house, make such a big investment and then just like don't even look at stuff like that. Yeah, it's. Just bad juju. Yeah. That's essentially why when I move out of the, when we move out of this house, I want a newer house. Mm-hmm. Whether we build it or it's like a something someone lived in for like a couple of years and that's it. I don't want anything in like the nineteen hundreds. Mm-hmm. No, none of that. Um so with it being in a, the family the same family for generations, I think it was about eight generations that this family that this house lived through for fam this family. That's a lot. Um the local historian actually told her a bunch of stuff about how many had died under strange or terrible circumstances that was either drowning in a nearby creek, one was murdered, uh, and even a few hanged themselves in the attic. Huh? Yes. Um, but one that sticks out the most includes one villainous owner with the name of Bathsheba Sherman. And... Wait, Sherman? Yes. That reminds me of the address in Finding Nemo. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I absolutely knew you were going to say that. What is it? P2 Sherman, Walby Way, Sydney? Yeah. I remembered it again. Um, But do you know why Bathsheba is important? She is the main ghost in The Conjuring. See, I never paid attention enough to know the actual storyline of the movie conjuring because again i watch it through my fingers yeah this is why this is why we're here today yeah yeah. and i wanted to know more so in the movie i don't think you've really learned much of her background Mm -hmm. but her background is interesting um so this is the spirit that's depicted in the film uh she is perceived as a mistress of the house and was resentful of the competition carolyn was posing for that position Mistress so, meaning like the woman who took care of everything in the house? Is that what that phrase is? Yeah. So she was essentially haunting. They came to the conclusion that Bathsheba was haunting the house because her ghost, her spirit, her energy mm-hmm. perceived herself as a mistress of the house because mm-hmm. she was still at that house. She owned it before. She's mm-hmm. still the mistress. But yeah, now Carolyn's coming in and stepping she's, on her toes. she's stepping all over her toes. Stepping on her motherfucking cowboy boots. Yeah, she, you know she was line? she was pissed. No, <laughs> she was pissed. Shout out to Stacia. Um, <laughs> this was actually said by Andrea, which is one of the five daughters. She's actually a lot of. Um, she actually wrote a book. I really wish I wrote down the name. I'm sorry, Andrea. Don't come for me. Um, so check her out. She actually gave me a lot of the information that was in that's in here. This is a lot of accounts by her. Mm-hmm. 
And so this this spirit was pissed. Bathsheba was pissed that Carol was in this house stepping mm-hmm. all over our toes. And this is the girl you're talking about as part of the original family, right? Not the girl that's on TikTok now? Correct. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just clearing that up. Um, the Perron family. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, that moved in 1791. Um, and another detour, because I just want to add more lore behind Bathsheba. Mm-hmm. She um, sounds like a boss bitch with that name. Every time you say it, you have like a little like Bathsheba. with your head. She's a bad bitch. Bathsheba. Um... So, although some may think she was just a made-up character from the movie, she wasn't all fictional. Mm -hmm. However, there is very little historical records of her. Mm -hmm. But what can be found is that there was a Bathsheba there that was born in 1812 that would go to marry Judson Sherman in Connecticut. (laughs) So, there was a Bathsheba who married into the Sherman name in Connecticut Mm -hmm. in 1812. Uh, Ended up having a child named Herbert. Which, sorry for that kid. Shout out to Stacia's dad. His name um, is Herb. But we don't stand her because she was known for starving and beating her farmhands. Huh? So, like farm her, hands, like, like farm workers. Like the workers on her farm. She would. Were they just, her employees or were they slaves? Essentially just like, uh, I think just more employees. Okay. We're, we're, say, we're in liberal New England, babe. Sudden, I don't yeah. think we have slaves up this way. Well, you never know. Um, And this is really where the records stop and more legends begin. Mm. Um, I'm going to also note here that this is where things are going to start to go dark and those trigger warnings become prevalent. So just skip like maybe five minutes in. We'll have maybe more accurate mm. posting for you after, but probably not. Just, an, just an FYI. <laughs> <laughs> um, the legends say that she had a relatively content childhood and grew into the most gorgeous woman that got married at 32 years old in 1844. Uh, as for her husband, he ran a produce business from his 200-acre farm in Harrisville, Rhode Island, which, like, golf gang. Produce. Yeah. So, essentially, his farm was just used to, like, grow produce, and that was really his main income was from growing the crops and selling That seems it. like such a boring farm, just growing produce. I mean, it worked. Thinking to back the... to when I play Stardew Valley. If you don't, if I don't have any cows, I don't want it. We're not talking about Animal Crossing. <laughs> I didn't say start... Animal Crossing. I said Stardew Valley. Um, <laughs> so during her time at this farm, Bathsheba was said to have been a babysitter for her neighbor's son. Hmm. Except for one day, the young boy just mysteriously died. Yo. Through determination of doctors, it is said the child's skull had been impaled with a small but fatal tool. Huh? Which of which is not described any further as what the actual tool was. But even though Bathsheba was Wait. the last to tend to this boy, she was never charged or brought How to court. How old was the child? I don't know. Didn't say. Not that it matters how old they are, but like, no. dog. Yeah. So the I legend- called her a queen. That's why I was, I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> I take it Because back. I wanted to get to this point. I take it back. It's funny because when I started writing these notes, I was like, ooh, we love a good villain queen. And then I read this and I was like, I deleted it from my notes. I was like, we don't. <laughs> Takes these freaking backseats. Yeah, right. Jeez Louise. Um, what is even crazier, before her own son could reach and celebrate his first birthday, Bathsheba was said to have stabbed him to death only one week after he was born. One fucking week. You can't see it, but my mouth is wide open right Wide now. open. Shocked. Eating a lot of flies. Um <laughs> Talk about postpartum depression. Not even joking. Not even trying to make a joke about it, but like. Yeah. Bro. One week. Uh, it makes my stomach feel weird. Same. Anyway, sorry. Uh, how do you. That's why. Oh, no. This is a different story. But yesterday when I was just like, oh, my God. Like, mm-hmm. this is why. Um, 
Bathsheba's end would closely follow this event as it was said her husband actually caught her in the act and saw her vowing her allegiance to the devil himself. All of this before she would eventually climb the tree in the yard and hang herself in 1849. Bitches is crazy. This tree is actually the one that's depicted on the cover and seen in the movie. Bitches is crazy. You know, like the conjuring mm-hmm. with the tree and the little noose? That's mm-hmm. that's where the legend said that she hung. Bitches is crazy. Yeah, so if you ever wondered who Did hung there, it's her. Did they cut the tree down or is the tree still in the yard? Good question. Because me... I would keep it. Me, an intellectual would cut that shit down i'd keep it no 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 no. history no um could it but... make a chair <laughs> <laughs> fucking chair a nice rocking chair a little rock rock oh that's not any scary you just have the rocking chair in your house and now Bathsheba's just rocking it would be in, in my the... house that's, no, that's someone funny. else's fucking problem touche um uh, so just to wrap up the Bathsheba legends her tombstone actually reveals her date of death was may 25th 1885 so her apparent suicide would turn out to be fabricated for what it's all worth, her stories remain largely unsourced, but records do confirm Judson Sherman died in 1881, which would clearly show he in no way witnessed his wife vowing herself to the devil before killing herself. So. Well, who's to say that he didn't, but it just happened at a different time? Well, because her, she died at, with the tomb, going by the tombstone, she died after him. So there, Yeah, but she could have done it before he died, like way before. No, because the legend said she did it and then yeah, immediately hung herself exactly Legend. allegedly yeah um you know i'm know. just here for take the, it up with him i'm just here for the tea of her like saying that she's for the devil i'm here for that <laughs> not so. here for that like agreeing with it but like here for the drama of it like yeah, that's right. dramatic true not saying that her killing her child is like anyway a joke because that's not we don't joke about things like that no. here but like drama dramatic yeah tea mm. juicy piping hot Anyway. <laughs> so anyways, reeling it back to the story of the Perrons, who were like the actual yeah. owners of the house back in the 1900s, mm-hmm. and their experiences, according to the children, they also spoke to other spirits visiting them, such as a boy named Oliver, and was a friend of one of the daughters, April. Yo, I don't talk to ghost kids. No, they're kind of creepy. Um, the family as a whole <laughs> experienced spirits that smelled like rotting flesh. <laughs> no. <laughs> it would even cause beds to rise off the floor. Huh? Yeah. See, uh, the thing is, is, like, people, this stuff happens to them, and, like, they don't leave. And I know that, like, finances are always an issue, and, like, you you never know how you're going to react in the moment, but if shit ever went bump in the night, I would be homeless. I would rather be homeless than deal with that fuck shit. I mean, just stand your ground and say, you're not welcome here. Huh? Not yeah. standing nothing. Mm-hmm. It's not my ground. <laughs> you're standing get out. Yeah, right? <laughs> Uh, so all this activity, especially with the information given to them about Bathsheba, well, I forgot how to pronounce her name for a second, uh, made the family seek the guidance and help of the infamous, well, more famous, Ed and Lorraine Warren. So to give a little background about them, in case you don't know, if you don't know, now you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> I was like, why are you staring at me? Uh, so Ed and Lorraine as you may know, if you've seen the movie, were the main figures in the Conjuring movie. And they were real. They're real people. Um, <laughs> don't know. They're considered America's preeminent experts on the subject of spirits and demonology. Um, they dedicated their lives to investigating the supernatural to help bring better understanding of the other side and bring peace to families that are affected by these hauntings. So going back to demonology, that's yeah. always been something that's so fascinating to me because maybe it's from like 
religion and things like that but you're always mm. taught especially like in the christian church i was in the christian church for a while growing up um you're always taught like never to like interact with anything like that so mm-hmm. the fact that there's like a complete study for it is just like so interesting to me yeah because obviously mean, not everybody follows the same religion obviously i'm not saying that but i'm just saying like yeah i mean for what it's worth he was a um self-proclaimed demonologist mm. yeah well i feel like they're all self-proclaimed like yeah, there's touche. no one writing there's no the, there's no official yeah there's no job work for it, it. <laughs> I mean, if there was, I would definitely take it. You need it. 25 years of dealing with these demons before, <laughs> before you can be hired. Certified. By us. Cer- certified demonology boy. Shout out. <laughs> uh, so Ed and Lorraine both met um, and started dating in 1944 when they were 16 as Ed was an usher at the Colonial Theater in Connecticut and Lorraine and her mother were regulars. I love that. I love the little theater. Yeah. And then they just met and mingled and dated. Uh, 1945, Ed was enlisted into the Navy on his 17th birthday. Happy birthday. And deployed for four months before his ship was sunk in the North Atlantic. Hmm. What was crazy is when he came back. Yeah, right. Uh, When he came back for a 30-day survivor's leave. Honestly, Uh, they're like, you survived. 30 days off. And they're like, "Mm, you get 30 days. Babe. That's all you get. That's all you get to process that trauma. PTO days. (laughs) (laughs) Let me use my PTO, my sick Sick time, time. my volunteer time. Yeah, yeah, just everything, (laughs) everything you got. Um, Floating holiday. So when they when he was on leave, Ed and Lorraine wed to become the famous Ed and Lorraine Warren. And Ed had a talent for painting and would depict mostly haunted houses throughout Connecticut as well as other ghostly work. So what kind of started it all is at this time, Lorraine was a skeptic, but would travel with him to supposed haunted sites where he would sketch the house and then approach the homeowners with the sketch as kind of a way to wiggle his way into the home and kind of investigate the reports himself. Dude, if someone showed up my fucking house and gave me a picture of my fucking house, I would call the fucking cops. It all worked. It, it mostly worked. They were white, huh? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I would call yeah. the fucking cops. <laughs> They're like, that is such a great painting. Thank you for doing that. Come in. No. Have some tea. No, 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 no. I would be like, mm, no. no. Audi 5000. Get off my fucking property. <laughs> we love that. <laughs> um, so this all led to the formation of the New England Society for Psychic Research, which was their little mm-hmm. thing there, which would be the beginning of their famous career that saw the cases of the famous Annabelle doll, Enfield Haunting, which is another Conjuring, which is the second Conjuring movie. Mm. Um and even the Amityville house haunting. I love Amityville. Hmm. With Ed being a demonologist, self-proclaimed, and Lorraine okay. being a trance medium, they were the it couple to help out on these extreme cases and attempt to restore peace once again. The it couple. The it couple. Oh, they had it going that on. was that was me. I wanted to throw some spice, so I said they were it. <laughs> with a little shoulder shimmy. Yeah, with a little, little yeah. razzle dazzle. A little spice. Um, so when the Perron family couldn't handle the happenings around the house anymore, Ed and Lorraine were brought in to help figure out what was going on and guide the family on how to move forward with their lives. Mm. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, the witch Bathsheba was wreaking havoc and the family was getting desperate. Having agreed with the family's assessment that Bathsheba was haunting the family relentlessly, the Warrens ultimately agreed to take up this case full force and would visit the house frequently. The most prominent visit was in 1974 when Carolyn allegedly got possessed and nearly died. <laughs> uh, although the Conjuring movie shows an exorcism, Lorraine Warren insists it was a seance, uh, as exorcisms are to be performed by Catholic priests, mm-hmm. something neither of them were. So the movie says exorcism, Lorraine's like, no, babe, it was a seance. She still got possessed, but like, it was a seance. We all held hands and sang kumbaya and talked to ghosts. <laughs> Not the kumbaya. <laughs> yeah, kumbaya. Jesus. Um, 
According to Andrea Perron, her mother's body contorted into a ball and even let out screams that led her to believe her mom had died. I hate the phrase contorted. Yep. Claims were even made that Carolyn was possessed for several minutes and even slammed against the floor with her head, leaving her temporarily unconscious. Damn, bitch. As quoted from Andrea, I thought I was going to pass out. My mother began to speak a language not of this world and a voice not her own. I bet it was Latin. They always say that about fucking Latin. Most likely, yeah. Her chair levitated and she was thrown across the room. Yeah, see? Clock out. Leave. <laughs> Clock out! <laughs> Easier said than done. still there? Uh, following her seance, Andrea chronicled in her book that her father, Roger, would end up kicking the Warrens out for good, fearing for the health of his wife. Which How is it their fault? Why did he kick them out? They're trying to help. Well, it was more like his wife's over here. They had these like they had like these hauntings and like it was like whatever they had to get over like the broom was just going missing, whatever. And then Ed and Lorraine come in and suddenly the wife is being possessed and she's being knocked unconscious and they're just like, "Mm, "Come in the nominator, get out." He's like, "I'd rather deal with the broom than this shit." Exactly. Or just don't deal with quite literally. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So Ed and Lorraine only returned once more following the seance simply to make sure that Carolyn had survived. Which Mm -hmm. like we love that they're caring. Yeah. We love caring. They're probably just trying to come back and be like, just just in case we have to come mm-hmm. back later. Like, did you die? <laughs> also, don't sue us. Um, literally. <laughs> <laughs> the family at this point wanted to get out and run away, obviously. Mm-hmm. But as you, as you mentioned earlier, they were stuck in the house until 1980 due to financial reasons. Yeah, that's always what it is, yeah. financial reasons. Uh, while the presence and work of Ed and Lorraine has become ripe topics of discussion for skeptics who deem them as frauds, as for me personally, their work at least led me to one of my favorite films in recent years. And for that... I'm thankful. Love that. Yeah. So that's a little extra background about the you conjuring. You said frauds and all I could think about was uh, that Nicki Minaj song. That's why I was quiet. I was trying not to be like, <laughs> I was trying just not to start singing it. It's funny because as soon as you started saying, as soon as you said frauds, I knew I instantly went to Nicki Minaj and I was like, she's probably going to say Nicki Minaj. I was like, these people don't want to sit here. They're probably driving or they're listening to it, whatever. Um, And just... All the references I have. No, they're going to play no frauds after this. No, we're talking about. Yeah, you fucking should. That's a bop. Yeah. Love it is. Song. Anyway. Old Nikki bop. Uh, but yeah, that's that's a little more insight into the actual Conjuring story. Am I a Nikki fan? Pull Pulled up in, up the, in Sri- the Sri Lanka. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what do you what do you think about the Conjuring now they have more more background? Those movies creep me the fuck out, and like. So, obviously, a lot of it is legend, like we were talking mm-hmm. earlier. But, like, there is some fluff in there. But there is some fucking truth in there. And that's... No matter what's true and what's fake, the fact that some of that is true... Yeah. No. No, thank you. No, yeah. thank you. Um, but they also... It ended up being... I think I read that Andrea nowadays believes that it's more of the land as opposed to the house that's haunted. Just yeah. like... Uh, but, I mean, even if it's on the land, it's still going to be in the house. So, it's not Yeah, like, exactly. You can't just um, pick the house up and move it somewhere. Well, no. they probably can. They have the technology for that. No. But. And on the on our Instagram at isn't that odd pod? <laughs> um, Follow us. There is going to be a picture that depicts the farmhouse in the 1800s, and one of the ladies that's on the left side of the picture is actually said to be Bathsheba. Huh? Not confirmed, but I want to see it. She was real. She did exist. Yeah, I told yeah, you yeah, she yeah, existed. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that there was like pictures though. Yeah, You're well, talking about all these dates, I'm like assuming that cameras weren't a thing yet, which is very ignorant of me, but you know, whatever. I mean, it is a very, um, you know, You don't show me right now. You can show me after if you can't find it. No, I can show you right now. So this is actually, these are all going to be pictures that are on there, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to mess up the story. So this is going to be Carolyn yeah. and then the five daughters. Carolyn starting from the right. From the right. Yep. Uh, Roger is not in the picture. 
this is that picture I was talking about, and it's actually, uh, I guess it's more dead center than left. This is said to potentially be Bathsheba. That is so fucking creepy. Why is the whole, the, almost the whole picture is blurry but her? I mean, yeah. This was also obviously a colorized yeah, um, so. edit, so this was in black and white, but someone colorized it. Uh, Can I just say, I think that's so fascinating. I watched And this all- is Ed and Lorraine Warren, if you've never seen a picture of them. He looks like, um, you know that movie uh, that, I don't know his name, but that Disney Channel movie um, where he turns blue in the pool? Huh? It like stars Lindsay Lohan, and I think it stars, uh, what the fuck is his name? Are you talking about the parent trap? No. Oh. They put blue, wa- he puts blue dye in the pool. Frankie Muniz is in the movie and Lindsay Lohan and they put blue dye in the pool. And he oh, um, that actor is who Ed um, looks like. I know exactly. Oh my God. This was so, <laughs> what is that movie? I know the movie. Liar, liar. That sounds about right. Google it. And, ten, and ten, I ten, know ten, it's ten. Tim. Maybe I'm wrong. No, it's not Liar Liar. Liar Liar is with fucking Jim Carrey. I love that movie. <laughs> so much that you didn't know about Someone's it. Someone's probably screaming at their uh, their phone right now. They're probably just like, it it's this. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, oh, it's Big Fat Liar. Ah, so the liar was in there. Yeah. Um, but I know exactly who you're talking about now that I see the picture. And I didn't think about that. I was just, wow. that's why I was staring at it for so long. I couldn't think of his name. What's his name? You're like, you look familiar to me. Um, Paul Giamatti. Shout out to you. You look like Ed. Ed and Lorraine. Twins. Um, Twinsies. But yeah, that is the end of all I got. So that should be, unless you have anything more, the end of our very first episode. How do you feel? Uncomfortable. <laughs> feel uncomfortable yeah i we went from anxious at the beginning to uncomfortable now yeah because you're starting to make me uncomfortable <laughs> oh you're just, welcome just like just demons and shit make me so uncomfortable great yeah. good thing my next story has nothing to do with that yeah <laughs> <laughs> my next story uh for episode two uh <laughs> makes me uncomfortable i can't wait to tell you about it uh and you'll see that next week yeah so so yeah, thanks for tuning in to our very first episode of Isn't That Odd Podcast. And all things spooky pod. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Isn't That Odd Pod. And most importantly, find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, and really anywhere you get your podcasts. Heck yeah. Because we stand all those platforms. And if for whatever reason, if you want to follow um, our individual socials, um, sometimes I post funny stuff. Paul doesn't really post funny stuff. He's very serious. Um <laughs> True. Our stuff will be linked in the bio and then also linked in our bio if you have anything you want to give us as like a recommendation to look into. It'll be a doc in our, um, a Google doc in our bios as well. Yeah. Make sure to give any, any stories, conspiracy theories, true crime, paranormal that you really want to hear and you want us to talk about, especially if they're not well known or you think it's something we haven't heard. Or uh, if it is something well known, because maybe our commentary will just be really funny for yeah, you. Yeah. Or if you just like a commentary and you want to hear our um unhinged comments about it uh <laughs> drop it in that google doc give us an idea and maybe we'll talk around the show um but for now that is all we have and we will see you on the next episode bye bye bye